Hey everybody, welcome back to the Gars Cast, where you can find all kinds of weird stuff where we easily get distracted and talk about stuff that interests us and possibly poison the minds of the youth of the nation with classic games and newer games and everything, including anime. I'm Mike, and with me as always is Swithin. Yo. And I think I totally blew the intro because I had no idea what I was gonna say. <laughs> eh. It went somewhere. It's okay. Eh. Alright, this week on Gar's Cast, we are talking about classic games. And this is just games that we grew up with, like back on the first consoles that we played. I think we've talked about it a little bit about them before, but in this one we're more focusing on just the classic games from our youth. Uh, so, and we grew up at two, almost two separate times. There's about a 10 year difference between our gaming process. I started out with the Atari and the Nintendo Entertainment System. And I started out with PlayStation, PlayStation 2, and PC. And back when Nintendo was a thing. PC was a slow-growing thing at the time, so that didn't become uh, integral in my life until about the PS2 era. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get started. And when we get to the anime section, that one's going to be a little bit more interesting. It's going to be probably just talking about Sailor Moon for an hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't. Sailor Moon is the best. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so... Sir Swithin, yeah. tell me, what type, what game comes to mind when I say classic for you, when it, for like games when you were a kid? Uh, for PC, I would have to say like Oregon Trail, oh my which God. so many people hated because it was so fucking hard. You died from dysentery, didn't you? Every time. Every time. I never beat it. Never beat it. I beat it. I I I'm really happy to say I actually did manage to finish Oregon Trail. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I never cared to go back to try and beat it. And uh, yeah, when I was in uh, I think it was like third grade. Uh. The computer lab teacher had a uh, had a deal for students that if you finished Oregon Trail, she had another game that was similar to Oregon Trail, and I can't remember what it was to save my life. But the whole purpose of the game was you're traveling from New York to California for the gold rush. Huh. I don't think I've ever heard a game like that. It was it was frustratingly hard. Uh, like. If you're traveling across the United States, which is the way she wanted you to go the first time, there you, you just kind of just went across like normal. And then uh, the other way, there were two other ways to get there. You can either go through the uh, Panama Canal, which was tricky because you could die in quicksand and all that stuff. And the other way was down uh, past the uh, southern cape of South America, which you had to worry about storms and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a hard game. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I cannot remember its name to save my life. 
that one up. Um, I also got a lot of uh, experience with like um, Galaga or Space Invaders. All good titles there. Um, I love playing those quite often. Um, played a little bit of Pac-Man, but not a lot because I kind of just got bored. Yeah, Pac-Man was one of those games where you had to have a lot of patience. Um, Pong was a good, just time filler. Yeah. That was one of the OG, actual, original games. So, yeah. I think I might have just found that game. Uh, Give me a minute. Keep talking. Um, I did play a lot of Donkey Kong. I love that game. Which Donkey Kong? The uh, classic Atari or the Super Nintendo? I believe it was Super Nintendo. I found the game. It's called Gold Rush. <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes sense. It yeah, it does make sense. Well, I was sitting there trying to figure out what it was, and I like typed in the description for it, and it's just like, oh well, you know, as it gave me as like a few different games, and oh my god, Gold Rush came out December twenty third, nineteen eighty eight. Huh. Oh, damn. Yeah, so the game's about as old as I am. Yeah. And apparently they re-released it in 2014 with updated graphics, and then there's a Gold Rush 2, which I didn't know about, which came out in 2017, so that one's not that old either. I think I might have heard of that one. That's pretty cool. And they're pretty cheap too, but I I, I found them both on Steam. Like, yay! You get to relive all the childhood trauma... You know? Oh my god. It's always fun. It is. Did you ever play any of the, uh, like, serial video games? Like, uh, Chex Quest? Ones that you get out of the, uh, possibly? Well, Chex Quest came from Serial, and I did play that one, yeah. and they did re-release that onto Steam. Did they not? Yeah. Uh, it's free on Steam, I believe, because uh, I know my youngest son wanted to play it, and I gra- we got it off of Steam, and I believe it was free. I'm going to take a quick peek. Yeah, it's free. I'll check that one out. But yeah, that one came, but, that uh, one came out in the mid-90s. I... Never played that one, but I did get a hold of Captain Crunch's Crunchling Adventure. <laughs> I now I don't think I ever played any of the serial games. I think I wanted to as a kid, but my mom at that time was about saving money, and I think it was around the time that uh, those were coming out. Around the time that those huge bags of cereal were coming into popularity. Mm. So, my yeah. mom was always getting those. Um, 
I remember having a lot of fun playing that game, but when I was researching it today, I was watching a video of it, and literally there's just like three different missions that you can do. <laughs> yeah, that's... And you uh, have to just continuously fucking do them until <laughs> you get to the boss. I, I believe it. Like, just... <laughs> Those serial games, just, they didn't have a whole lot to them, but they were still... Like I, like I said, I've never played any of them. I've seen people play them, though, and they did look like a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, did you ever play Jazz Jackrabbit? No. Uh, that's another game that I've never touched. That you should look into... Because that is one of the side scrollers that I really enjoyed as a kid. I didn't play very many side scrollers, but the ones that I did play, I really enjoyed. Looking it up right now. Oh wow! That um, side scrollers, uh, especially back then, were like really hard. And that's what made them yeah. fun. Like Super Mario Brothers, like the original Super Mario Brothers was just challenging and your princess was always in another castle. Yeah. I'm trying to remember I'm looking it up, but uh, the creator... If I remember right, I think he was from Ireland. Maybe. Um, I kind of have it pulled up. Uh, this looks like Jazz Jackrabbit is currently owned by Epic Games. Yeah, but I don't see any who the original creator was. I'm gonna pull up the wiki for it. 1994 for MS DOS. Wow. The, I was I do six. remember that the creator was actually the one that created a lot of the original music that Epic Games uses. Um, I think back in 96, let me think here. Let's try to remember what all I was playing back in 96, because, like, it was, like, Donkey Kong Country for me, and I think I had the yeah. Super Nintendo back then. I could not remember when I got my N64, and I love my N64. I think I got it in 98. But, uh, yeah, no, Jazz Jackrabbit, I would not actually heard that one. It's really fun. Um, that one and um, Jetpack. Um, Jetpack actually had a few different games to it. Um, but the one that I played was the Christmas special. Basically, you're just Santa Claus and you go around and you collect coins and emerald gems and uh, a couple other things. And you gotta 
try and stay away from robots and other obstacles and shit. That one was pretty fun. That, that sounds like a Jetpack Joyride, and I think they might have recreated that game a few hundred times. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say that it was like Jetpack Joyride, because that one was a lot like, uh, uh, what, Flappy Bird, where just you continuously go in one direction. This one was more like, uh, oh, uh, Bloody Trapland. Oh. You have the level, and you gotta go through the level. Ah, uh, yeah, Bloody Trapland. Oh, don't even get me started on that one. Someone on yeah. uh, one of my Discord groups has been talking about it lately, and I'm just like, mm, no. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it right that, now. Yeah, it's actually... Jetpack is actually a lot like Bloody Trapland and being it's very vocal like the character when he dies he screams ooh so it's very kind of morbid <laughs> oh like um, when it- that 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 does when when I hear like screamed like the first game I think of is like it's not screaming but like Final Fantasy three or it was released in the United States as Final Fantasy three but it's originally Final Fantasy six but uh, w- uh whenever uh, the main bad guy Kefka would laugh the cartridge would laugh and it was just the creepiest thing you'd hear especially if you weren't aware that the cartridge was gonna do it yeah as so Square had a lot of innovations. That was that one was mm. one of my favorite ones that they did. Uh. Anyway, you were saying. Um. As far as jetpack goes, that's basically as far as I really got was played a few levels, got a few gems, and. Each thing is worth a certain amount of points. Just one of the classic games where you try to get your best high score or whatnot. That's not bad. Pretty fun. I I didn't do a whole lot of high score games. Like, there were a lot of them growing up. Like, Mario had a score system. A lot of games did, but I never really, like, paid too much attention to the score. I was just trying to play through the game, trying to get through it. Yeah. And, like, I, I, the way my, like, when I was a kid, my family, well, my mom was always trying to get me to, uh, read and all that stuff, and I wasn't a big reader back then because I was dyslexic. Still am. Mm-hmm. But, like, she would get games for us, like Final Fantasy, which was the first game I ever beat. Mm-hmm. I had to have a I had to have a guide for it. We had a the Nintendo Power that had the entire walkthrough for the game. Huh. Uh, and uh, like Dragon Dragon Warrior, I was going to call it Dragon Quest, but when it came out in the United States, there was a tabletop RPG if I remember correctly called Dragon Quest, and mm-hmm. so it was copyrighted. And as soon as the copyright fell through, uh they picked up Dragon Quest. So, 
But mm-hmm. that was one of my favorite ones too. It was a JRPG. You just kind of explored the world, and I don't ever remember finishing it. And they released it on Switch, and I do have it on my Switch. And I'm like, I need to play it. It's a great game. Sounds pretty fun. It was a lot of fun. A lot of reading. And once you figure out where the best place to grind for gold is, you just go there all... Just sit there all the time. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah. Then, like, the Legend of Zelda series was fantastic. Those gold cartridges were just wonderful. Yeah. Uh, I've only known them to have gold cartridges, but apparently they have gray cartridges and thermals as well. I didn't know that at all. I didn't either. Um, I'm actually looking forward to uh, like on another thing on the Switch is the Nintendo the NES classic games that you can play. They actually added Earthbound Beginnings, which is Mother One, and I've been wanting to play that for a while. And now that they have an English translated version, I can go and play it. And that one, nice. that one came out in 1989. Getting a little back there, aren't we? Oh my god, well, this is classic games. Yeah. I mean, I never got to play it. Like I said, we didn't get an English translation of it until recently. Yeah. But, and then we got, but we did get the second Mother game, Earthbound. And that one was hard to get your hands on, apparently. Uh, like, I didn't have any attention on it until I was a teenager. And by then, mm-hmm. people were selling sealed copies of it for, like, 5000 bucks. Hmm. Yeah, the game still is going expensive. Like, I'm going to pull it up here. Um, apparently, there's an Earthbound trading company. Uh, let's see here. It is going on... Okay, we'll pull it up on Glamazon. It is selling on Glamazon right now. Used. Mm -hmm. For 800 bucks. Holy shit. Yeah. Ah, damn. Yeah, it. And like I said, the sealed copies go for like thousands. Yeah. It is not a cheap game. It we didn't get very many copies in the United States. Yeah. And yeah, so. Yeah, I can understand that. And like, if I remember correctly, my whole Final Fantasy lore. Like, the whole reason it's called Final Fantasy is because Square was going out of business. They weren't making a lot of profits with their games and everything. And they're like, we're going to put out one more game and see how this goes. And so they released... Well, in Japan, it was called Final Adventure, if I remember correctly. But I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. Uh, But it was still Final. And when it released Mm. in Japan, I don't think it did well there either. And then it came over to the United States, where it did immensely well. So, Final Hmm. Fantasy saved Square. 
Yeah, and, I'd have to say so. And now look at it. They're getting ready for Final Fantasy 16. Stranger of Paradise is out. Yeah. I'm still um, I'm still reeling over that ending in Stranger of Paradise. Don't ruin it for people. I, I'm not saying anything. I'm just... Oh, that, yeah. that game. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, I'm, I'm looking up something here, so go ahead and tell me about your next popular pick here. Um... I know, I know this is probably a game that you played a lot. Um, Oddworld. Which one? <laughs> Both of them. Both? Of, do you know how many Oddworlds there are? Uh, I thought there were only two. There are more than two. Let me look this shit up. <laughs> oh my god, there's a... Uh, there's... Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey, Abe's Exodus, uh, Stranger's Wrath, Munch's Odyssey, and then that newest, that newer one that's on the PS5. I can't think of what it was, but it's uh, like the third one Soul in the Storm. Abe trilogy. So there's there's more than two. <laughs> mm, there's, yeah, there's quite a few. I didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah, there's at least but, five I'm aware of. Uh, and well, I have like Abe's Odyssey, Abe's Exodus, which are were the PS one version which were the PS ones. Yeah. And then Munch's Odyssey, which I'm not entirely sure. Well, that one came out in two thousand ten. Uh that's a little too soon to be classified as a classic. And Stranger's Wrath. I think that's when it came out on PC because I think Stranger's Wrath. I know it was on Xbox. Uh, pull it up here. Um, Oddworld, Stranger's Wrath. Because I when I had my like the first Xbox, that was one of the games I had on it. It came out in two thousand five, so it's about mm. that should be far enough back to count. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like whenever someone like I was talking with someone and they said classic games to me recently and I'm like how are we referring classic and they're like PS3 and I'm just like no <laughs> like let's talk yeah if definitely if, not if we're gonna talk old school man old school to me is back like PS1 and back but like, if yeah. if you grew up start in your starting consoles the PS2, then that would be old school to you, which I understand. But still, it's yeah. just like PS3. I'm like, that's not classic, man. <laughs> no. No, not at all. Uh, that's just it's too soon to really. I mean, yeah, you can play. You it. can play PS1 games on there, but. If you're talking about a game that came out on the PS3, that is not classic enough. And, like, I grew up playing... I've played every console that's ever come out. I Except for the uh, Virtual Boy that came out from Nintendo. And I'm kind of glad I didn't. <laughs> like? 
Well, that thing, if, if you played it for too long, you couldn't see the color red anymore. Yeah. I'm just like... Mm. I think we're getting old. Uh, dude, I just pulled a gray hair out of my eyebrow, okay? Um, PlayStation 3 came out in 2006. That's... Why do you why do you hurt me? <laughs> That's what six no yeah sixteen years ago oh, Jesus my yeah my God oh I didn't get a PS3 until much later in life but uh, yeah I still liked my PS3 I I hell I like PS3 so much I have a PS3 still. I had, well, I still have my PS3. It just doesn't work. Well, I technically bought this one for like 40 bucks, but still. I I like the PS3 enough that I have one on hand. That, and it, a lot of it has to do with like the backwards compatibility. Like I can put in PS1 games and play. Yeah. Which, and this better be freaking true, but like uh, the whole rumor going around that Sony is releasing their i their their uh their form of whatever that the Xbox is where you can play the old classic Xbox games but it's going to go all the way back to PS1 games. Huh. That would be nice. It would be nice. But they always say that with every console that they put out. They really do. Oh, they went and checked the mail, and there's two packages. <laughs> yeah, we're we're getting fucking old. Dude, tell me about it. Like, oh my hoodie's here already. Sorry, it's mail's here. My wasn't expecting my hoodie for like another week. Mail <laughs> It's so pretty. I'll put it on the picture. Anyway, uh, for those of you wondering, I uh, I just got a Demon Slayer hoodie. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know if you've played a lot of the uh, Street Fighter games. One through five. But, uh... Have you ever played Pocket Fighter? I have not. I've heard of it. Uh. I I think I prefer Pocket Fighter over Street Fighter. And it's it's basically if nobody nobody's really heard of it, it's a Street Fighter game that basically cartoons the characters and they're just like little fucking pudgy characters and it's basically exactly like normal street oh, fighter games i i just pulled it up i have seen this before i remember the box art yeah i loved it it was a really fucking fun street fighter game yeah i've never I never played it. No, that that's really that's really cutesy. 
That's like Chibi Fighter. Uh -huh. Oh, wow. Growing up, when it came to fighting games, uh, me and my brother were like, we'd play Street Fighter, Killer Instinct, uh, Mortal Kombat. My, I loved Killer Instinct, though. Like, you get me on yeah. Riptor or freaking uh, Saber Wolf, and it was just nonstop smack, the smack, smack, smack. Oh, man. And I know Killer yeah, Instinct got a re-release, and I was looking into it, and they have one of the Battletoads in there. I'm like, interesting. Hmm. I don't remember which Battletoads in it, honestly. Um, that's another good game Like I grew up playing, and that's another game that's also had a re-release recently. Oh, yeah? Yeah, uh, there's a Battletoads game on uh, Steam. It looks more cartoony than the original Battletoads did. I'm yeah. trying to see which Battletoad it is. Uh, it looks like Zitz, but I'm, uh, I can be mistaken. Let me... Uh... If I can type... Alright, I'm going to pull up. Uh... I loved Killer Instinct back in the day. Like, it was just... And they, they came out with three versions of it. It was Killer Instinct. There was an N64 version, which I never got to play. And then... Uh, the newer version, which I have yet to play. And I'm, yeah. I kind of want to pick it up and play it. Because I'm, like, I'm flipping through the characters now. And... Like, they brought back some of the old characters, and they got new ones in there. And that was... A Killer Instinct was my, like, first instinct of a character using her... Uh, her sexual... Oh, it's Rash. Okay. Uh, using her sexual prowess to uh, get a win. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Freaking, what's her name? Uh, Orchid. A Black Orchid. Her fin one of her finishing moves was she would undo her top and show her tits. And male characters' eyes would pop out of their heads and females would throw a tantrum out of jealousy. Well, then. Yeah, and it was just, it, it cracked me up because it was just one of those things where it's just like, I did not see that coming. Yeah. Oh my god, freaking Spinal. Like, I finished, like, every character had their own story after you finished the game. They all got their wish. Spinal's wish, he's a skeleton, was to become a movie star. <laughs> that's like, all out of all of them, that's the only one I can actually remember off the top of my head of what he wanted. <laughs> my god, there's a lot of characters in this game. I may have to definitely look into picking this up again. And... Yeah, I'm watching through the, one of the uh, trailers on uh, Steam. Yeah, it's oh my god, they added the arbiter from Halo. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Why? Why would you do that? Oh, I guess cuz uh Killer Instinct is owned by Xbox, so that would make sense, I guess. Yeah. Uh freaking But yeah, Killer Instinct was a whole lot of fun. It was just like you you pull off those comments like it, it would, and the game would just scream at you. It's like Supreme Combo. And it's just like, oh my god. 
And what I know in Ooh. the arcade version, I think it was Cinder was broken. Because there's a limit uh-huh. to how many hits your combo can have. And Cinder, oh, yeah. w- a Cinder was broken, and he would just have... An, you could just do an endless combo with him. Damn. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, I never got really much into Street Fighter, though. Like, I played it, and I have Street Fighter Five on play- on PlayStation. But it's just mm-hmm. like, it's not a game that I, I, I'll i sit down, sit down and go out of my way to play. Like, I liked Killer Instinct. I like Mortal Kombat. Like, re- Mortal Kombat's still really grown on me. A lot of the new characters yeah. and everything. But Street Fighter, oh, I feel yeah. like some of the characters just are copies of each other or cheap copies. Like, uh, Dan, he's a cheap copy of Ryu. His uh, Hadouken doesn't go very far. He's kind of a jokey character. Yeah. But still, it's just... Street Fighter, come yeah. on. <laughs> you should definitely check out Pocket Fighter because uh, it's definitely a lot more fun than the Street Fighter games. Uh, you ever play? You opinion. ever play Mega Man? I haven't. I've been told to try. Oh my god! I just haven't gotten to it. <laughs> yeah, you. Can, I know you could pick up the entire Mega Man collection. And Mega Man X collection. Mm. I do recommend Mega Man X. Recommend it a little bit more than Mega Man. Uh, on you can pick a multiple on PlayStation. I think they're both on uh, Steam as well, but I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. I can just you know I'm sitting at a computer. I can look right. It's weird. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, Mega Man. Uh, they have yeah they have uh the Mega Man Legacy collection on Steam as well. Which is the original, like, Mega Man's 1 through 9, I believe it is. And then Mega Man X collection is X1 through 8. And, uh... Yeah, no, it's a great series. It's very challenging, very short, because I beat... uh, You remember, I was saying that I I beat 1 and 2. And knocked them off my backlog. The problem with, uh, like, Mega Man 2 is... There's a stage where the background is a waterfall, and I would have to pause mm. it every couple minutes because it was just hurting my eyes. Mm. I'm just like, as an as a kid, that was uh, that didn't bother me so much. As an adult, it is a nightmare and a half. Yeah, unfortunately, I love getting old. Oh my god! Yeah, no, I got an eye appointment coming up, and I'm just like, oh boy. Uh, but I the reason why I recommend the Mega Man X Legacy Collection is because uh, the Mega Man X came out on the Super Nintendo, so it's a little bit more updated graphics. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, there's an actual story there. There's dialogue between characters that's not in the first Mega Man game. Yeah. And uh, you get the wall jump. I mean, you can't beat that. <laughs> yeah, can't. Wall but like I, I like the Mega Man X cl- Legacy Collection. I'm a big Mega Man X fan. Uh, Zero was my main though. He's awesome. Yeah. Oh my god. And I would like to bring up like they they keep bringing back like all these remastered games from like the PS One era. Like uh. Oh. 
And I'm not talking like the Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, that's great. Still waiting for that to come out. But like Grandia and Grandia 2, I never got to play those. I played the third one. And now that mm. those are released on Steam, I get to go play those. Um, I think Grand Theft Auto, the first one, and second one are on Steam as well. The old freaking top-down GTA. Uh, I'm 100% looking forward to uh, the Chrono Cross re-release that's coming out here mm -hmm. on April 4th. It's coming up soon. So much excitement. Oh, April 7th. I'm sorry. Because uh, it's not... That was a PS1 game, but it's also being released with the... Uh, Radical Dreamers, which is the uh, visual novel, or yeah, pretty much visual novel uh, prequel to the game that was on the Super Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, Chrono Trigger, which a lot of people are just like, well, Chrono Cross really isn't the sequel to Chrono Trigger. It's not, but it is. There's a point in the game where you meet the uh you meet Chrono, Marl, and Luca in Chrono Cross. But a lot of people didn't realize mm. it was them because it's like their kid forms. Uh. But uh, if you haven't tried Chrono Trigger, I recommend it. It's a JRPG about time travel. There's a shit ton of different endings. Hmm. And the endings, are, the endings aren't that hard to do. It's just knowing when to go fight the final boss. Yeah. Like, uh, you go play through the game the first time, you beat the final boss, and then you start the game over with the le with the levels that you beat the game on. You, you lose some of the, you lose some of the, like, the key in-game items, but you keep all the other stuff, and it's just like going through, beat the game at this point, go through, beat the game at this point. Hmm. Uh, I played it. I got all the endings on the DS version. I have it on Steam. I haven't beaten it on Steam because it's just like I've played this game so many times. I know where everything is. Yeah, I get that. And I did that with Skyrim. Oh, God. I'm not counting Skyrim as a classic. It keeps getting re-released. No. Uh, if you want to talk Morrowind, I mean, I can talk to how far I've gotten into it. That's about it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. uh, Chrono Cross being re-released, which I think is hilarious, because I, when I saw it was getting re-released, -re I got excited, and I I sent it to my brother, who he's the he's the person who got me started on Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross. His response to the Chrono Cross was, "I hated that game." Well then, like motherfucker, you got me into this. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Evidently, a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, you ever play uh, Legacy of Cain Blood Omen? I did not. Mm. That's another top down. Came out on the PS1. You start out as a human and, like, you, you fight waves of people until eventually you just die. And then when you die, you, you you go down to hell, and then he sends you back as a vampire. And that's that series had, like, it was a confusing story, I think, to me anyway. Maybe if I played through the yeah. entire series, I'd get all caught up. Mm -hmm. But uh, like, 
the first one came out. I loved it, top down. I was streaming it for a while, and then I stopped. Uh, I got distracted with other stuff. Yes, I see how I is. Um, <laughs> you always take it from me. I always take it from you. All right, let's uh, go ahead and move on to the uh, anime portion of this podcast. Uh, we are going to be talking about the classic animes like Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball. I personally like Dragon Ball. I also grew up with Sailor Moon, but uh, a lot of people didn't get it. Yeah, I didn't talk. Uh, I didn't watch a whole lot of, of uh, Sailor Moon, but I did watch quite a bit of Dragon Ball. Um, that was one of my favorites. Uh. Dragon Ball was a really good that one. That was. Akira, Akira Toriyama was really good at what he did, I I think. He's... Big time Dragon Ball fan. Yeah. Um, it did kind of wear thin in current Dragon Ball series. Um, well, it just kind of started getting a little much. Yeah, uh... Uh, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z I, I thought were really well mm. done uh, after the Cell games when Gohan became a teenager and I think that's where it started going yeah. downhill just a tad bit um, like he, he he tried to play the superhero Saiyan man yeah it was a little cringy just a tad bit and uh, and then GT was just I think it was GT. Or it was no. Yeah, it. where he, Goku turned back into a kid, and then there was the whole confusing yeah. like, was it Super Saiyan Five or some shit? Well, that didn't really confuse me. Uh, like the Super Saiyan God and all that stuff, but that's in the movies and everything. Um, but that's before GT, and the movies actually made the yeah. movies were good. Uh, Super Saiyan, like, uh, because there are Super Saiyans level 1, 2, and 3. Super Saiyan 4, Goku grew his tail back. Uh, I don't remember Super Saiyan 5. Uh, Super Saiyan God, and then it's like, it just keeps going beyond that. It's just like, come on, Goku, stop growing. (laughs) Just a little bit. (laughs) Uh. Who do you think would win win in a fight, Goku or or, uh, Saitama? Honestly, I think maybe Saitama. See, that's what I'm thinking too, but this is also going from, like, the end of their show, at the end of their shows, how strong they were. The whole thing with Goku is he always had to die and come back before Mm. he could beat someone. At least it seemed that way for most, a lot of it. Yeah, for quite a bit of it, it was, um... I think the only time that I don't remember him really dying was in Dragon Ball GT. Yeah, I don't think he died. Well, he didn't die in he didn't die in Dragon Ball either. He didn't start um, dying in until Z. Yeah. And yeah, the, the I still like that whole uh, meme of uh. Gas prices are getting expensive, and it shows the guy from Dragon Ball breaking the pillar and launching it, and then jumping on it and riding off into the distance. Before long, we might end up having to learn how to do that. Yes. 
Especially me. The... <laughs> uh, yeah, you said you didn't, you, you couldn't get into Sailor Moon. Was that just, like, too girly for you? I think it was because I just didn't have the attention span at the time. Uh, I, I liked Sailor Moon. I have very little memory mm -hmm. of it, though. It's just, like, I, I remember, like, Sailor Mars being always angry. I'm just like, yeah. yeah. At least I think it was Sailor Mars who was always angry. It's been a minute, and, uh, I cannot remember, like, any of their names. I think, like, uh, Sailor Moon's real name was, like, Usagi, which I think means rabbit in yeah. Japanese. I swear to God, I'm going to get hate mail if I'm not remembering these names aren't, at all. <laughs> aren't they all named after, like, the planets? Like... Well, their Sailor Scouts are, but, uh... I think, uh, Sailor Moon was, uh, named after Tsukiyomi. Mm -hmm. Who is a, uh... Japanese... Who's the Japanese goddess of the moon. Okay. And she was a bunny girl or something like that. She's a bunny, so it's like Usagi. Yeah. And, uh, it's, uh, yeah, Sailor Moon was good. Uh, I liked Vampire Hunter D. That was a good one. I didn't. I remember watching, I remember what, yeah, I remember watching a lot of that one. I had that on DVD somewhere. That one I didn't actually watch till I was older. Like, maybe two years ago. <laughs> but, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um... I was around the era of, like, Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh, and Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah, I was, oh my gosh, uh, Pokemon, I think, aired in 96. Yeah. And I was eight, eight years old mm -hmm. at that time. So, yeah, I was like the anime I grew up when I grew up with like Vampire Hunter D, Akira, um Dragon Ball, Sailor Moon. It was all stuff my, my well Sailor Moon wasn't something my brother watched, but Dragon Ball was and so he got me started in those earlier yeah. animes. And uh I uh so I grew up watching those and then uh Pokémon, Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh all came on. And I loved all of those. It would, they were great. They were great kids animes. Mm. Like definitely. Until you read the Pokemon manga, until you get into like the Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh, and I haven't seen the Digimon manga, so I can't speak for there. But like Pokemon, Pokemon, the, their manga and stuff, they got bloody. Yeah, um, I didn't really think about it till a couple years ago, but. What exactly do you think that the people eat? <laughs> oh, they're all—they're either all vegetarians or yeah. they're eating Pokemon. There's no in between. Yeah, there's. And to be honest, I would—I—I don't blame. I do know, uh, like in the show, Brock was feeding the Pokemon like vegetarian treats and stuff like that. He was—he made his own food mm. and whatnot. But they would sit there and eat me, and they were 100% Pokemon. It was not something that was ever brought up in the show. It's just tad, tad bit dark for I, uh, uh, kids. But 
Yeah, they were definitely eating them uh, yeah. Pikachus. Well, in the uh, in the manga, uh, one of I think it was one of uh, well, his name was uh, Red in the mangas. Mm. Uh, one of his Pokemon like cut an Arbok in half. <laughs> well then. Yeah, and I did. Ha- I did have some uh, of the Pokemon comic books. Uh, I don't know where they are, and I'm a little upset that I can't find them. But uh, in like uh, it was Ash in the Pokemon leagues, and it was Charizard versus Charizard, and Ash's Charizard almost killed the other Charizard. There was like bite marks in the neck. There's blood everywhere. Yeah, that's just a little gory. That show got. Yeah, I didn't realize that, and I was just like, "Holy crap! Mm-hmm. It, that was dark." Uh, I will say that I did like Digimon a bit better than Pokemon, yes. and I'll probably get hate on that one too. But I think my biggest thing was they all knew they could yeah. die. Like, it was pointed out in the show in one episode. It's just like, if we're not careful, we well, could yeah. die here and never return home. And even, like... Even though Digimon, when they like they died in the show, they didn't actually die. To, well, some did. Leomon. Mm. Moment of science, silence for Leomon, because he every time he made had an appearance in that show, he freaking died. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, like, but a lot of times when a po- when a Digimon died, it would just revert to its mm-hmm. egg stage. And I think I still think my favorite thing about like the difference, one of the differences between Pokemon and Digimon, in Pokemon, there are no guns. Yeah, I don't think you can't. The, like Officer Jenny didn't carry a gun. No one really carried guns. They didn't want to show yeah. guns in the kids show. Digimon, there's a Digimon, who's a walking gun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Digimon was. Like, Fuck you. I think was. My preferred anime over Pokemon. That or Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh my god! And the and I I know we're past the game part, but those Digimon games. Ah. Uh... Yeah. Oh uh, man, I'm gonna. I I can go into those games. Those they were fun. They were hard. Yeah, I bet. Uh, we'll we'll have to do a dedicated episode oh, yeah. of Digimon. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, that was a great one. It's, it was cards and dice mm-hmm. and fucking. Yeah. Um, I haven't played. Du- I haven't played. I haven't played Duel Masters in a while. I need to go play that again. I actually <laughs> looked into the uh, dice sets for Yu-Gi-Oh. They are oh, yeah. really expensive. I I don't yeah doubt that. Because I really wanted um, to get into playing Dungeon Dice Monsters. And I looked at the price. I was like, well, yeah, my that God. one. Yeah, actually playing Dungeon Dice Monsters is an expensive hobby. Like, it's more expensive yeah. than the cards. And, uh. I. I played the Game Boy Advance version of it. I was just like, I'll, satis- I'll, I'll mm. settle for this. And. Man, I burned. I almost finished that game too, and then my friend wanted it back, and I was like, oh. "We'll just have to look into buying the game." Uh, yeah. That or it might be. It'd be nice if they brought it back, like. Do like dungeon, 
or the just like, uh, Duel Masters did and do the Dungeon and Dice monsters. Yeah. That'd be badass. Yeah, that would be fun. But I think a lot of people, like, I do know, like, a few people, like, when that episode, when they aired that episode mm-hmm. where they did that, a lot of people hated it so much. Really? Because they're like, well, that's not Yu-Gi-Oh! That's not Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm like, back then, I didn't know about the manga mm-hmm. at all. So, it's just like, uh, I know it's not the card game, but still, it's still kind of cool. And then after reading a bit of the manga as an adult, I'm just like, oh... <laughs> Not even the cards were Yu Gi Oh! Well, they, I think they came in later. I only read, like, the beginning of them. Where he was making, like, people do just the craziest yeah. shit. Yeah, it was definitely interesting. I, uh... Um. Another good anime, classic anime, was, uh, Trigun. Oh my god, Trigun was a blast. Plenty of comedy, plenty of action. It was an amazing show. The the guy was never serious. Never. At all. Until, and then when he got serious, people died. Yeah, just a few. (laughs) Uh, I still like that one. I cannot remember, like, I'm horrible with remembering names. Then again, it's been a few years since I've seen Trigun. But, like, that one chick who carried the minigun under oh, her dress? yeah. Uh, it's the first time she accidentally drops it. She's like, oh, sorry. Whoops. Didn't mean to do that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, then he was also the one who blew the hole mm-hmm. in the moon. And... I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Why? That's so awesome. Oh my god, freaking Cowboy Bebop was... Like, if you didn't have a crush on Faye Valentine, yeah, that... could you really say you liked anime? Yeah, she was very uh, attractive. <laughs> she had a very uh, interesting attitude as well. So. Yeah, like, she knew she was attractive and she used it to her best Mm -hmm. advantage but she was a bitch just a bit um I I I think Ed from that show is still my favorite character yeah Ed's Ed's my favorite Ed and Ayn (laughs) um Gungrave (laughs) or Greg Gun oh my god Gungrave yeah Gungrave you're right with uh, Brandon, yeah, Heath. that <laughs> was the main. I I I remember the his name. <laughs> that anime I actually rediscovered recently. I think it was because you had brought it up, but oh yeah, it was <laughs> a amazing story, and I fell in love with it. And then. They have a couple of games for it, too. Yeah, I'll have to check those out because I haven't actually looked into them yet. Uh, I do know, um, and this is me sidetracking like usual, and uh, I have a game actually sitting right over here on my floor in its case called Chaos Wars, and uh, 
Grave and uh, the white-haired girl is actually in that game. Oh, yeah? Yeah, uh, and I love using Grave because he's a freaking beast. Yeah, he was definitely pretty badass. Um, like, I, I, I really had to level grind. Uh, why can I not remember her name? Uh, it's like Misaka or something like that. Uh, I really had to, like, level grind her just to get her to do some damage. Meanwhile, Brandon, or, uh, Grave shows up, and he's just, like, powering yeah. through everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I definitely picked him over quite a few characters. Did you ever watch, uh, Monster Rancher? Monster Rancher... I I loved the show like it was one of those shows where it it was it's the earliest isekai I can actually think of really besides uh besides Digimon yeah. uh the the adapt the the show I think yeah the show came out in 99 where Digimon they went into the digital world and uh Monster Rancher the kid was sitting there getting ready to play Monster Rancher on his PS1. Mm -hmm. He pops in the disc and gets sucked into the Monster Rancher world. I don't think I've ever actually seen it. Uh, you, you, you should. It's... It doesn't hold up now. Like, I think it's on uh, Hulu. And I remember watching it a bit. It doesn't hold up. Well, most shows back then didn't. There's like a total of 73 episodes. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it came out April 17th, 1999. Ooh, it's it's uh, anniversary's coming up here. Uh, it didn't get it to it. It didn't debut until uh, it debuted in '97. Okay. And uh, yeah, there was a whole. There's a bunch of games to it. They uh, Steam just released uh, Monster Rancher One and Two DX. Or they were they re it's basically just one and two re-released. Yeah. And uh, that one's all, it, the game was all about unlocking monsters, leveling them up, taking them into training, and getting through the story. There's also a card game for the PS One. I have that around here somewhere too. Um. It was really fun, and one of the unique things that I actually loved about the Monster mm -hmm. Rancher series is, uh, back then, on the PS1, it was the whole thing where it's just like, oh, don't take out the disc, don't take out the disc. Monster Rancher actually encouraged you, if you're gonna go summon a monster, like, uh, pop in a different disc. See what, <clears throat> see what you get. So... Yeah, it. Yeah, you could literally like take you. You pop up your PlayStation, you put it on a different disc. It would summon a monster mm. for you. That's kind of cool. Um, I'm actually looking at some uh, photos of this anime, and quite a few of these oh, yeah? look fairly similar to uh, some Pokemon. Yeah. Like, they are almost like... Honestly, a lot of 
A lot of them look like yeah. a few Digimon, too. <laughs> they're almost like they're more of a derpy kind of looking Pokemon. Oh, yeah. There were a lot of derpy uh, monsters yeah. in that show. Uh, like the in the in the show, the main character met up with this chick who had a Swayzo, which is a uh, basically a giant eyeball with a mouth and like a tail that it hops yeah, around I see on. Him. And its whole thing was it would it it would lick and bite other monsters. Yeah, I'm seeing quite a few pictures of uh, that one. Yeah, uh, the little duck-looking thing with the green head, uh, if I remember correctly, that, that thing's name was Mochi. Oh. And it would slam its head into things. The rabbit's name was Hare. And basically was doing, like, kickboxing and punching and all that stuff. Uh, the blue wolf-looking thing, his name is Tiger. Mm. And he would, like, shoot lightning from his horns or breathe mm. ice. What about the big rock guy? Oh, yeah, it was... Uh, Golem, I believe his name was. And he was the, he was just going punch and whatever. Mm. Yeah, it was... It was an interesting show. It had It had its jokes to it. Like, they met a monster who was like a mm -hmm. monolith and it would sit there it would it would be telling them a story and like in the middle of the story they'd ask it a question and it would stop think and then fall asleep <laughs> uh there were like dinosaur types and the problem with the show was it had the same issue that digimon has i think you would uh well with the games mostly in the show i think they had enough variety to make enough episodes yeah. out of it but with the games, you're not running into uh, a lot of variety with your monsters. You're running into different colors of the mm. same monster. Yeah, that could be an issue. Like, yeah, which was the issue, I think, with the games. Because it's just like, ugh, give me a little bit more variety. And, like, the whole point of the show is they're looking for the phoenix. Mm. And so it's just like trying to pop, trying to find the right uh, disc to to release the phoenix. And I don't ever remember unlocking a phoenix. I had a Monster Rancher on uh, the Game Boy Advance. I never actually got to play it on the uh. PS One. I just I had friends who were playing it, and they showed me all this stuff. On the Game Boy Advance version, you were just typing in codes. Like, you could type in a word and you'll get a monster and whatever. And so, of course, it, you, everyone would be sitting there just like, all right, so, uh, go on. This was back early internet, too, where, uh, you had to go and actually, someone, you had to go find a website that had all this stuff and there, you risked a virus yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> well, then. I want to see how many games there were for this. Like, now I'm curious. So I know they just released, 
like the re-release the first two Monster Ranchers. Um, I'm like looking mm. at this like on the PS One. There's Monster Rancher One and Two, uh, Monster Rancher Hopabout, which I had, which was basically uh, you got to pick one of four monsters. I think it was four, and like mo uh, except for Swayzo, all the other ones were on pogo sticks, and you're just like going across this. Uh, sky block mm. thing and it's just like oh my gosh um well that's interesting uh monster rancher battle card episode two is the one i have uh, i'm not seeing a i'm not seeing uh oh battle card game boy it was a game boy color game originally and then they brought the second mm. ps2 okay yeah i'm seeing like 12 different games for this anime that's crazy yeah I'm not going to count all the remakes. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, there's about 12 games that actually came to America. I'm trying to. Ooh, there was an online one? Really? <laughs> Just get all excited. Like, <gasps> yeah, there was, a monster there was a Monster Farm online. It's Japan mm. only. Son of a bitch. Yeah, Japan always gets the good shit. Well, it's because it's where it starts, and basically, what happens is they see how it does there before they release it to the rest of the world. Very few times do they release something to the rest of the world just to see how it does everywhere else before they release yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, it's like it is all casting. I think the biggest issue is a lot of these animes come out before their time. Like, they could have done oh, so much more if they had the technology we have today. And made some fantastic, like, games or animes. Oh, I know. Well, like, uh, the Dot Hack mm -hmm. series. Such a great show. Such a great series. The games were phenomenal. Like, I loved the games. I have all of them. I have the four PS2 games, and then I have uh, the Dot Hack that they just re released all four parts into one on the PS4. Oh, yeah. Nice. And, like, I liked the Dot Hack uh, for the PS2, the, the first mm -hmm. ones that came out. Because you play as a character who's going into the game and you're like doing all this stuff and you're like getting the code. Uh, the dot hack that they re-released onto the PS4, you're playing. It's basically the sequel to that series because uh, the character from that you were in the first games is kind of the bad guy in this one. They call him Triblade, uh, okay. and he's doing and basically like his data's out of control. I see. And I'm just like, okay, I can get behind that. But yeah, uh, the Dot Hack anime, a uh, Dot Hack sign, I, that was good. It was, uh, a blast. Uh, it didn't take, it didn't follow, like, any mm -hmm. of the game stuff. It was kind of its own thing, but it was still based in the world, which was an MMORPG. Mm. And, 
it was like the main character, well, one of the main characters I was following had no memory, and he was just kind of wandering aimlessly around the world, and people kept trying to talk to him, and he'd just run away. Well then, I guess that's one way of doing it. Yeah, well, I don't think he could have yeah. the game. I I wish I finished that show, and I know it's on somewhere where I could. Hmm. <laughs> It's just the I have to actually sit down. It was a long show too. Um, I'm seeing like, it on Funimation. It's also ooh, uh, it's also on uh, Hulu. Uh, they have Dot Hack Sign and Dot Hack Roots. Let's see. Um, I'll only show one season of it on, uh, and it's 26 episodes. I thought it was longer than that. Oh, it seems like it's longer. 25 episodes, I can't count. It could also be just like, that's all Hulu has. I'll take a peek over here. So I know it has to have more episodes. Oh, there is actually quite a few different dot hacks. Uh, oh, yeah. That one. I don't see anything for quantum. Maybe it was only. It, it, yeah, maybe it was only just the one season. I just remember, I thought I always thought it was a lot longer. Maybe I'm just losing my shit. Um, and then, uh, Dot Hack Roots, it looks like it follows, uh, yeah, it looks like it follows Haseo, who's in the second yeah. set of games. Interesting. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch Dot Hack Roots because, uh, it has, uh, like, playing the game he constantly refers to a character named Shino and she's a character in Root so I may have to go watch that to kind of figure out what's going on with yeah. Haseo hmm. yeah I'll have to rewatch that one's oh that was that was in 2006 holy crap yeah I'll have to rewatch those as well uh -uh. Let's see, um... Uh, I, I think Gundam earns an honorable mention, because it's been out forever and a half. I have very little memory of any Gundam shows, though, so don't uh, hate me for that. I did watch the original Gundam. I liked it, but I've kind of fallen out of really, like, enjoying animes that are just all robots it is yeah I, I fallen out of the giant robot I've fallen out of the giant robot animes as well like there's still probably like one or two mm -hmm. I'll watch but it's because like it, there's other stuff going on and then there's giant robots not just hey we're in giant robots all yeah. the time but then again, we'll probably get some hate because it's just like, 
Well, they're not in Gundams all the time. There are a few episodes where they're not in there. I'm like, I, cool. Uh, I don't know anything yeah. about it, so. It's just, it's overdone a little bit. Um. It, well, it's like, uh. I, I, I have a Gundam game. I play it every now and then. It's giant robots fighting giant robots. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool yeah. to play. And, but I I won't, I don't continue to play it. I'll play it every now and then. We um, do have to mention some yeah, of the it's... more popular anime movies. Like How's Moving Castle... From what? Uh, Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh, yes. Um. Yep. Totor Totoro. Um. Uh, my yeah. neighbor Totoro. Yeah. Yeah, all those. Yeah, those are great ones. Any Any Studio Ghibli. If you're looking for some good something good, and it's from Studio Ghibli, you cannot go wrong. Very. Um, they're, I'd have to say they are some of my favorite anime movies. By far. Oh, yeah. And I think those are the few, like, animes that I can really get my wife to actually watch and enjoy. So that's a plus. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's interesting is they have a Studio Ghibli store in Japan, and you're not allowed to do any recording inside the store whatsoever. Yeah. I guess I can understand that. I'm, uh, I'm looking through their list of, like, the, sh the shows they have. Ooh, Studio Ghibli has a, had one come out in 2020. A movie called uh, Earwig and the Witch, and they have one coming out in 2023 called How Do You Live? So they're still putting out stuff. I will have to see if I can watch some of those. Because, yeah, it, uh, like I'm flipping through, and their first one came out in 1986 called Castle in the Sky. Mm. Yeah. And, and then in 88, it was uh, Grave of the Fireflies. And uh, My Neighbor Totoro. Wow, I didn't realize that it was this old. Kiki's Delivery Service came out in 1989. Did you say Castle in the Sky was their oldest? Yes, yeah, it's 1986. For their feature not films. Their uh, Nausicaa the of the Valley of the Wind, 1984. And that's not on here. This is their Wikipedia page I'm mm. looking at. So, yeah, someone, someone made a mistake. They did. Don't see any others that are older than that one. 
Yeah, wow. Yeah, 1984. For, why is that not on their Wikipedia page? Somebody probably just forgot about it. Possibly. That's why you don't use Wiki. Uh, well, no, Wiki's <clears throat> usually pretty good to go through. Sometimes. Oh! You know why that's not on that list? Why's that? It was it wasn't produced by Studio Ghibli. No. Well, let me see here. Um, because I'm looking at it right now. Uh, because it was written by the. Oh, it was directed by the dude who did uh who works for mm. Ghibli, but it was. Hold on, let me pull it up here. It says it is... I'm looking at the wrong thing. Uh, Toei Animation, or Toei Company, Walt Disney Studios. Uh, home and, yeah, Walt Disney Studios, uh, New World Pictures. The director... Uh, where is it? Uh, Hayao uh, Miz... I'm sorry about this, man. Um, Miyazaki. Mm. That was before he was at Studio uh, okay. Ghibli. So Studio Ghibli didn't... He wasn't there. So that's why it's not on that list. I see. Uh, let me see. Cause... Oh, yeah. Studio Ghibli wasn't founded until 85. Oh, okay. So it's just the... So, there you go. And then, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that since Ghibli was until '85, that's why not. That's why that's not included on this list. I see. Guess that makes sense. I'm just like looking through these and like Kiki's Delivery Service. I remember watching that and I loved that one. And I just can't believe that was 1989. That's some damn good animation and everything. Yeah, out. their animations have always been spot on. From everything, their an their animate. Well, I guess I, I was gonna say their animation style really hasn't changed much, but it actually has. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's still. But it still looks really good. They have they they have a set art style yeah. that kind of is theirs. Definitely, it's. Their art style is just extremely pleasing to the eye. It is. How old is this guy? Oh, wow. He's still putting out stuff. Uh, uh, Hayao Miyazaki is uh, 81 years old. God damn. And that... Uh, that one that's coming out in uh, the uh, twenty twenty three. He's still he's working on that one. He's directing that one. Wow. Oh my god, I'm actually like looking through his stuff. He's definitely putting in uh, quite a bit of work. His earliest work was a sh was one called the Castle of Caligus Cal that was 1979. Mm. 
gosh, uh, he did so much, and this this man is wonderful. He seems like he enjoys his job. Puts a lot of pride into it. That, that's what's important. That's what's important is he enjoys his job. Everybody else enjoys his work. Yes, indeed. Uh, you got anything else for this before we wrap this up? I think we're pretty well good on this episode. Alright, well, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, as, as I usually am, I'm Mike Dillon-Reen Murdoch, and with me is uh, Swithin Squatch McDonald. Uh, you can find him at Squatch 2094. Oh my god, why did I forget the numbers? 20... Squatch 2094. read that earlier today and I was just like yeah that's it that's it uh, and you can find me at villainry gaming you can find us both at our Twitter it's at Garscast uh, or Gars podcast I hope I'm gonna go look just to be sure because I look at my the Twitter page oh so much don't put it in whatever shadow put uh, it in. Yeah, it's... Yeah, don't put it in whatever shadow put it in. Uh, it's... Yeah, it's Gar's podcast. Um, and... We will catch you next time. I uh, believe next time we'll be talking about uh, survival yes. crafting games. Until then, we'll catch y'all in the next one. Later. Bye!